This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 54, Overcoming Crappy Circumstances. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. there, Miss Unstoppable. Thanks so much for tuning in to yet another episode of the show. Although if you're tuning into this one, you are likely going through some crappy circumstances and you are not alone. At the time of recording this, it's July 2020 and we are going through a global pandemic with the coronavirus. We also have a lot of racial tensions going on here in the U.S. among so many other things of just being at home and things like child abuse being up and domestic abuse and who knows if the rate of divorce is up. I could totally see that happening. Just a lot, right? There's a lot going on, a lot of change, a lot of unexpected things. People are being laid off or furloughed and, you know, unemployment has been fruitful with um, supplements from the government right now, but that's ending. And so there's just a lot, right? And it wouldn't even matter if that was going on right now or not. And you may be listening at a time when it's not going on anymore, But crappy stuff happens all the time, you know, like people get in accidents or there's death or, you know, divorce or breakups or just, you know, illness, all that fun stuff that we all have to unfortunately put up with in life. And today I want to give you some resources and some tips and tools and my number one strategy to overcoming crappy circumstances. Now, I must admit where I'm at right now, despite going through everything we're going through, my life is pretty good. But that doesn't mean it's always been this way. There have been many times in my life when I feel like I'm looking at everybody else and thinking, oh, look at them. They're doing so well right now. And why is it that I'm struggling? Especially there was a period there like 2012 to 2013 for me that was really hard. And even just a few years ago when I was pregnant with my son, that was not a comfortable or enjoyable period, even though I was so grateful to be pregnant with him. I just felt like crap and I was brought up a lot of things with my former marriage that I needed to let go of and just very uncomfortable stuff. And so I know how it feels And I know there may be some jealousy with that because I know I've experienced that myself. And um, I just want to let you know that these crappy circumstances you're going through right now can be something that changes your life and ignites your fire. I know when I went through my divorce and I was broke and I didn't have a job and all these bills are coming in, 
and uh, I just felt emotionally gone. Like I just felt like a zombie and I wasn't eating and I had lost so much weight and I had horrible anxiety and depression and I was taking care of my daughter 24-7 and her dad was doing all the things he was doing. It was hard. It was really, really, really hard. But I look back on that situation now or that circumstance now and oh my goodness, it just ignited a fire in me to change my life. And I'm so grateful I went through that. It made me a stronger person. It just changed my perspective on things. It made me see that no matter what happens in life, I can get through it. And so I really want you to feel that way too, even if it's just a minor crappy circumstance right now. Like I know many of us who have kids, we're just thinking about school in the fall. And for many of us, it's kind of coming to fruition that maybe our kids aren't going back in the fall, at least right away. And I was really hoping for that. And I was really planning on that. I've already pulled my son. He's only two. So he goes to like a Mother's Day Out program. But he's just at an age where he picks up everything and it's going to be hard for them to regulate stuff. And I wouldn't even be surprised if they end up closing um, because it's just too much. So I ended up just pulling him and I'm still trying to figure out what to do with my daughter who's going to be in fourth grade. There's just a lot going on, especially here in Texas. We're a hot spot right now and it's just a lot, right? So that's a minor crappy circumstance. But I know for many of you, there's just like one thing after another piling on right now. So we're going to talk through that, okay? Before we get to that, though, I just want to give a quick shout out to anyone who's left a review for the show, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. It makes a huge difference to go and leave that review so other people find the show and I can keep delivering this amazing content to you. And I do want to give a shout out to my clients right now. They are rocking it. I have been actually busier than ever right now because so many people are waking up that life is short and that, you know, there are goals and dreams that they want to accomplish before they leave this precious planet of ours and they're tired of it and they're ready to make changes. And and the clients that I have right now, for the most part, are really go-getter and ambitious and getting it done and tackling it and making things happen And um, just so many wins, so much growth. A lot of them right now are kind of in the middle of everything. So it's not like I can say, oh, look at their beautiful before and after story like we had last week on the podcast with Cecilia's story. That's when I really love to kind of give you the full picture. So again, they're kind of in the thick of it right now, but beautiful, beautiful stuff going on. And just want to let you know that I have some spots available for clients right now. I'm actually going to be changing the way that I'm packaging my coaching. And so um, I'm only going to have a limited amount of spots moving forward because I'm going to take on less clients. So now is a really great time to get on my calendar for a consult and let's talk through what your goals are and see if coaching together with me would be right for you because it kind of um, takes a few weeks to get on my calendar and get booked out pretty quickly. And then from there, once I'm full, I'm full for basically the, the rest of the year. So I really, if you're, you know, wanting something, you're, you're ready for coaching, you're ready for change, go take my free coaching assessment. You can find it at Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, epreston.com forward slash assessment. Go take that a couple minutes and then you can get on my calendar for a good fit and then we'll have a free consult. All right. Okay. So let's get back to today's topic. 
overcoming crappy circumstances. Before I get into all the strategy pieces of everything, I want to make something really clear for you. And that is that the goal of life is not to be happy or joyful or just feeling good, whatever you want to call it, 100% of the time. The goal of life is to feel our feelings. I'm going to leave that there for a second because if somebody would have told me that a few years ago, I would have been a little bit mind blown. A, I would have been discouraged and I would have maybe even been like angry or upset because I was at a place where I just felt really weighed down. Now, granted, externally, things looked pretty good in my life, but I just felt like I was dealing with the same problems over and over and over again and the same feelings over and over again. And I was so tired of it. And I was only in my mid-20s at that point. I'd only been dealing with it for a few years as a you know young adult. I can't even imagine dealing with it longer than that. And so, um, yeah, I just kept thinking that the goal of life was to be happy. And I wanted, you know, this magic ticket to, to make me happy. And even when I went through coaching, I remember there were so many parts in the process that I would tell my coach like, okay, so now are we at the place where I'm not going to have problems anymore? And I don't think she really got it for a while, what I was asking her. And then finally it was like, Lindsay, (laughs) we're always going to have some sort of problems. We're always growing and evolving. And I had to really mourn that for a little bit of, wait a second, like I'm going to have to use these tools to manage my mind for the rest of my life. I did not understand that at all. And I feel like so many of us are duped into believing that being happy all the time is the goal. And it's not. It's feeling our feelings. And now being on the other side of all that and being what I call, you know, an evolved human. I don't know. Some people call it woke or I don't know. So many different terms for it. But now that I'm on the other side of that and I feel my feelings and I get to experience the ups and downs of of life and not in a roller coaster way, but in a way of just, you know, being um, a feeling person, man, life is so good. It is so flipping good. You would not think that because our brain wants to avoid emotions at all costs. And here's why. It's because we're not taught how to process our emotions. And so that's why we just keep repeating the same things over and over again. And a lot of times it's in our unconscious mind. So it's just like, oh, why does I wake up every day and I just feel tired or I feel this or la la la. We don't even realize the weight of what we're carrying around until we learn how to release that and process those emotions. And then you're like, "Woo, that feels amazing. I feel so much better. I'm starting to call this process where you feel, deal, and heal them. So in essence, I'm teaching my clients part of this process, right? But I just, again, wanted to make that clear is that the goal is not for us to feel happy all the time. So you going through something crappy right now, feeling something negative right now is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing has gone wrong. You're not necessarily doing anything wrong. It doesn't mean that life is bad or hard. It just means right now you're going through something uncomfortable And you probably want to pull yourself out of it. Now, what probably doesn't feel good is if you're feeling stuck. You feel like it's just like, you know, a hamster wheel again of just going around and around and around and you don't know how to pull yourself out of it. That feels like crap. It feels horrible. What feels really good is 
when you encounter a problem and you know how to overcome it, be it an emotional thing that's come up for you or, you know, some sort of external problem for you. You have all the tools and you say, okay, this is hard, but I know how to get through it. And so then you can continuously grow and evolve. You know, it's like the saying new level, new devil, right? Every time you're evolving, you get to that place. It feels really good at first, probably for the most part. And then you're at this place for a while. And then all of a sudden it's like, whoo, new things are coming up, right? And then you have to learn how to deal with those new things. And then you evolve again and you evolve again and you evolve again, right? Before when I had my pre-coaching life, it was just me dealing with the same thing over and over again. And I didn't really feel like I was evolving. Sure, on paper I was. I would have new jobs and maybe get promoted here, maybe make a little more money here, maybe change out some external things. But internally, I kind of always just felt the same. And I really looked to my circumstances to decide how I was going to feel about my life and feel about myself. And that was just not a way to live because if I had crappy circumstances, then I felt crappy. And so I felt powerless a lot. And I felt like I had to control all of these external things outside of me when we all know we can't control things outside of ourselves. What we can control is ourselves. So again, just want to really make that clear to you. I'm going to say it again. The goal is not to be happy or joyful 100% of the time. The purpose of life is to feel our feelings. If we can feel our feelings, That's what makes us flipping unstoppable because then we're not avoiding them. We're not using distractions. We're not feeling stuck anymore. We feel, we deal, and we heal. My new little saying, right? We feel, we deal, we heal, and we move on and we evolve. And I just want to say one more thing about this real quick because in the personal development space, a lot of people preach this, including Rachel Hollis, and I know I've mentioned her, and I promise you I'm not trying to dog on her, but she is going through it right now. She's going through a divorce, and one of her big things that she is always putting out there is choose joy, choose joy, choose joy, and she hadn't posted in a while since she announced her divorce, but she posted, I think it was yesterday, and she said, I haven't posted because I just didn't have anything joyful to post about, but I got a dog, and so here's my dog kind of thing, and yeah, the divorce has been really hard, but she didn't really talk about it, and she doesn't have to talk about it, right? She's going through the thick of it. I totally get that. But here's where she's been getting in trouble lately, especially with her followers. They feel like she hasn't been authentic and that she hasn't been clear about what life is. She's kind of preached this message of the goal is joy and the goal is to be happy. At least that's what I've taken from it and a lot of other people have taken from it. And so people are kind of coming around and saying, hey, You just portrayed like your marriage was great and amazing and awesome a lot, if not all the time. And then yet all of a sudden you're getting a divorce. Like what's going on here? And so when she posted that yesterday, I just happened to reply and I said, Rachel, what if you just choose authenticity? What if you just shared with your followers all the ups and the downs? And it ended up getting some traction on that comment. And then I actually read an article a few weeks ago a similar thing about Rachel Hollis and how she wasn't being authentic. And I posted something about that and it ended up getting like hundreds and hundreds of responses on it. I didn't even know. I don't even check this platform. And I was like, oh my gosh, like it got as many responses almost as the actual article. So there are a lot of people out there who are waking up to this idea that it's it's not about being happy all of the time. And right now is a really great time for many of us who didn't know that before to wake up and see, okay, 
my circumstances aren't so great right now, how am I going to get through this? How am I going to overcome this? And how can I get to a place where no matter what happens to me, I know how to overcome it and I know how to feel pretty good in it. Meaning like I'm not an anxious ball where I lay in bed all day. Like I felt during my divorce, I would get so anxious during my divorce. I would just itch my back. I don't know why, but my back would itch so bad that I would just like have scratches all over my back because I was so anxious and I couldn't sleep and I couldn't eat and I lost a ton of weight. And I just thought, oh my gosh, I want to get through this but I just don't know how. And I I wanted to learn the tools to never be in that place again, that no matter what happened to me, I wouldn't, you know, be overcome with that much anxiety. Now, who knows, you know, knock on wood, I don't have to go back to a place like that or even worse than that. Of course, my brain will go there sometimes, but at least now I know the tools and the tools help me get through things all the time. And so that's why I think too, right now, this time isn't that crappy for me because um, I just have these tools. And for my clients, they don't feel like things are crappy, even if things externally are kind of crappy, if they've lost their jobs or had transitions in some sort of way, or just, you know, waking up to racial injustice, either as a white person or healing things as a black person or a person of color. You know, there's just a lot right now. But the difference is me and my clients and, you know, other people who have learned tools like what I teach, just they, they don't put that much weight on their circumstances. And so that's the next thing I really want to emphasize for you is that if you're weighing your life on your circumstances and the quality of your circumstances, then something is off. And circumstances don't really have that much power over us. It's the thoughts we have about the circumstance. And if you've listened to a lot of current podcasts, you've heard me say this because I just keep saying it over and over again. And yet I see all these people around me who are just and these, you know, balls of anxiety because of their circumstance. I'm like, oh, no, it's your thinking about the circumstance. That's what the problem is. It's not about the actual circumstance. The example I always give is like in my divorce. The first few weeks of my divorce, I was an anxious mess. Like I said, I was doing all the things and and the ball and the anxiety and not eating and blah, blah, blah. And I finally got to a point where I just had this epiphany of, I'm going to make this the best thing that ever happened to me. And that belief just fueled me of, I'm going to make this the best thing that ever happened, the best thing that ever happened to me. I just kept saying it over and over again. And little by little, day by day, things started to feel better. Things started to look better. I started to take different actions. I started to get different results. It ended up leading me to coaching, which has opened up this huge, amazing pathway as a person and professional, right? It's just been incredible, and I'm so glad that that thought was brought into my mind by what seems like a miracle, like somebody, like an angel, I even say sometimes, like brought me this thought of, you know, Lindsay, are you fed up? Are you done? Are you going to make this the best thing that ever happened to you? And I was like, yes, yes, I am. And that's what changed everything for me. And so when you're in this crappy circumstance, start to analyze what are your thoughts? A lot of our thoughts are negative and a lot of them are repeating the from the day before unless we analyze them and they're in the unconscious mind so it's like a whisper in our ear we don't even hear it so it's really important we do things like you know just write a circumstance on a piece of paper so it could be the coronavirus right now or it could be I lost my job or it could be you know my marriage is xyz my kids aren't going back to school whatever it is and then just start writing what the thoughts are about that 
So I'll give you an example of my life with my kids not going back to school. I had to do this this week because I started to feel anxiety and, you know, what would I call it? Maybe frustration even um, of just oh, like <laughs> here I am again. Like I want these kids to go to school. So I'd have to write down all of my thoughts with that of, you know, this sucks. I don't like this. What a burden, blah, blah, blah. And it was really great to see those thoughts on paper because then you can ask yourself, are these thoughts serving me? Are these thoughts helping me out right now? Because a lot of times our brain just feeds us things and it thinks that it's helping us to feed us the negative stuff so that we don't get hurt. But what it's doing is actually making us fail before we actually fail and be a person we really don't want to be because that's just the way the brain is. It's just trying to keep us safe and secure. That's what it's built for. So that's why we have to analyze our thoughts and we have to say, okay, Do I want to show up as this person who feels burdened and feels like, oh, I just want to get through this? No, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to think about that in this situation. It's not my kid's fault they can't go back to school. And so how do I want to think about this? I want to think about this is that, man, what an amazing opportunity to spend time with my family. What an amazing opportunity to up-level the way that I connect with my kids. What an amazing opportunity for me to become an even stronger businesswoman because my time management is going to have to get even better. Another thought I had was what an amazing opportunity to connect even longer with my marriage before we're pulled, you know, in many different directions with activities and his meetings and, you know, me doing all my stuff. And so, I just started to consciously select the thoughts that I wanted to select and having the thoughts of like, I'm going to make this the best thing ever. What an amazing opportunity are really great ones for you to kind of just play with. You know, a lot of times it's called trying thoughts on. It's like when you go to a store and you try on clothes, right? Or at least how we used to do it. Um, It's just like trying thoughts on of start thinking different thoughts, of, okay, let me try that on for a second. Do I like the way that feels? You know, I do this a lot with my clients and I'll give them suggestions and I'll say a couple different things and they'll say, no, the one you just said, tell me two two thoughts ago, what did you say? And I'll say, say it again. They're like, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Like, you know, when you hear a thought that you want to start consciously thinking. And what happens is when you start consciously thinking a thought, there's a wire that's built in your brain and it just becomes a habit. You know, it's just like when we were learning to type or to drive or to do all the things we do in life, right? At first, it feels really foreign. We have to think about it. And every day we have to consciously say, okay, I'm going to go practice my typing today and learn where the letter A is on the keyboard and AAA. Let me type a million A's to figure it out, right? And then I'll add B and C and all that stuff. And then now when you type, you don't even think about it. It's the same with your thoughts. You have to go in and consciously wake up every day and say, what an amazing opportunity, or I'm going to make this the best thing that ever happened to me. Or, you know, if you are laid off right now, you could be saying the thoughts of something like, you know, I have X job making X amount of money, Um, all these different things and consciously saying them at least once a day and kind of holding space for them, meaning like you're feeling it for about 17 seconds of just really kind of envisioning it and feeling it in your body. And I know this stuff sounds woo-woo. I used to think this stuff was like such bullshit back in the day. I remember my coach first told me about this, what it's called is like mantras or positive affirmations and saying these things. And I was like, I am not saying that, Danielle. (laughs) I just feel like an idiot. I don't like that. And what I wish you would have told me at the time was, well, is it serving you to tell you yourself all those negative things? 
And that's what would have been the wake-up call for me. And so that's, again, what I want you to tell yourself. I know I've already said it here, but I'm going to say it again. Ask yourself when you're saying thoughts to yourself and it's starting to become conscious, ask yourself, is it serving me to say that? Because it's probably not. What would serve you is to say, this is going to be an amazing opportunity. This is going to be awesome. You know, all those things that will lead you to take the actions to get the results you want because you're going to create these feelings that will create an energy that will make you want to get up and create a different result for your life. You know, just like I said with the divorce, I laid in bed for a long time and was anxious and not eating and all of that stuff. And then I changed the thought and all of a sudden I started to get this little pep in my step, started taking little actions and boom, look at my life now. Gosh, when was the divorce? 2013. So seven years later, like seven years later, my life is not even near recognizable of where I was seven years ago. And really, I think I got kind of the full results in like two or three years, like a full change, and it's only getting better. And it was just from changing that one thought and that one moment of a really crappy circumstance. You know, there's a quote out there that says something like, one thought can change your life. And it's so true. And when we're coaching, if you coach with me, we're doing this all the time. And so that's why people change a lot in just a few months because they're just constantly changing thoughts. And two, they're also going in, they're feeling, dealing, and healing the old stuff. So that's not coming in and being like, hey, but you know, we don't want to go do this because remember when you got hurt that one time or remember this or remember that, it's a lot easier sometimes to just go in and deal with the past, heal it all, and then kind of start fresh. But what I'm teaching you today will still make an impact, okay? So don't be like, well, I don't want to pay for coaching right now. I don't want to do it. So I'm not going to do what Lizzie's telling me to do with this belief stuff or this affirmation mantra, whatever you're going to call it. No, do not do that because what you're going to do right now is you're going to be leading in the right direction. It's going to lead you where you need to go. I didn't have coaching when I started to say, you know, this is going to be the best thing that ever happened to me for my divorce, That's what led me to coaching. That's what gave me the resources to hire a coach. I didn't even know what coaching was at the time, but it led me to where I needed to go. And so again, start telling yourself those sorts of things and it will absolutely lead you to the places that you want to go, my friend, okay? When you're programming those beliefs in your mind, you are gonna be so unstoppable that no matter what comes your way, no matter what circumstance, you're just gonna keep going. You know, it reminds me of when I met my husband or my now husband, um, I had just come out of my divorce and I had some money because I had gotten like child support, obviously, and a little bit of alimony. And I had sold a ton of stuff around my house that I didn't have a job yet. And I remember on our first date, he's a finance guy. And I just kind of laid it out there of what my finances were like. And he looked at me with, I remember these big eyes, because I thought my finances were great. I've had a couple thousand in the bank. It wasn't a ton, but I didn't have a job, like I said. And he like kind of freaked out and I could feel his energy about it. But because I had had the belief of things like, this is going to be the best thing that ever happened to me. And then later on, I added a belief of, you know, everything is more than fine. I have more than enough to get what I need that I had no anxiety about it. And I ended up making those few months where I had what now looks like a little bit in the bank. At the time, it felt like a lot, like I said. But I made that time 
just so enjoyable. And I just felt so much peace. And even when bumps would come along the road, like I was supposed to get an HR job and I was in the final um, stage of it. They'd even call my references and they were drafting an offer letter. And then all of a sudden they pulled the job and they ended up not hiring for it at all. And I was getting at a point where I was running out of money, but I didn't let it bother me. I just said, again, my beliefs there of everything's happening for my best interest is going to be the best thing that's ever happened to me. I have more than enough, right? And I just kind of brushed it off and just kept going. And that's what happens to so many of us when we start telling ourselves all these negative things about a circumstance and making it mean something about us is that we just pile on the crap of an already crappy circumstance. And really even saying it's a crappy circumstance is already piling on junk, to be honest with you, because most, if not all circumstances are neutral. Even, you know, the really, really crappy ones of like murder and all that stuff. Yes, of course we would decide that those things were bad. But if we just look at it for the situation at hand, it's just a neutral situation. It's our thoughts about that that kind of leads us to view it as one way or another. A great example of this is death. You know, so many people fear death and they think death is so horrible. But yet if you talk to a really spiritual person, they will have this amazing view about death and they will put you at such peace with it because their thoughts about death is completely different than somebody who fears death, right? So again here, I'm just trying to teach you the power of your thoughts. It's really not about your circumstances, no matter how bad they are. It's about your thinking about it and that's what's generating your feelings and that's what's generating your actions and that's what's going to create your results. And that's why so many people, they get in a bad circumstance. You know, I was just actually talking to a friend about this of, you know, um, a family member of his. And I was like, well, what happened to them? Because, you know, now they're middle-aged and they've just never gotten it together. And he was talking about how when she was a teenager, this circumstance happened to her and she just never recovered from it. And, you know, I hear stories like this all the time from people. And I think, oh, I just like, there's a sadness inside of me because I think, gosh, if they only knew how to feel and heal and deal, or at least just realize that it wasn't about the circumstance, it was about their thinking about the circumstance. And you can go in and you can change that. Then it could have opened up so many doors for them, but yet they're just stuck in the same thing over and over again that happened 20, 30 years ago that they just have let it define for their life. And uh, nobody wants that, right? And I I feel for that because I would have been that person had it not been for coaching for me because I just felt like I just couldn't get over the hump of certain things from my childhood and from, you know, dating relationships and all this other stuff, right? And coaching was a thing that really shifted everything for me. Therapy was not, as many of you know. A lot of people think therapy can, and I'm not dogging on therapy, and maybe I've just had bad therapy experiences because I've had three or four therapy experiences, and none of which have been that beneficial. They've moved the ball forward, but it's been like a little baby, <laughs> like a little baby pinch, right? But tap forward versus coaching for me and for what I've witnessed with my clients and other people's coaching clients is just like coaching just moves you forward so quickly. Because it just teaches you, again, how to uh, look at your mind in a different way and how to finally process those emotions, all right? So let's just kind of recap 
what we talked about today. Of course, it was overcoming crappy circumstances. I talked about the goal is not to be happy all the time. And so if you're aiming for that and you feel like you're just falling short, you know, we're all in that boat. We all need to feel negative stuff sometimes to feel the positive stuff. That's just part of life. We don't want to feel positive about some of the shitty stuff happening in the world, right? If somebody's getting murdered or there's racial injustice or people are dying of coronavirus, that's something we want to feel. We don't want to just make it rainbows and butterflies, right? Because that's what's going to inspire us to get up and get moving and make changes, okay? So you're not falling short at all. You may just need to know how to feel, deal, and heal with your emotions. That's it, okay? The other thing we talked about is your thoughts are what determine everything for you, your feelings, your actions, your results. It's not about your circumstances. It's how you think about your circumstances. So try on different beliefs to start to believe. Do what's called like thought downloads where you take out a piece of paper. And in the show notes of this, I'm going to put something called the self-coaching model that will help you journal this out too. If you want something um, more structured where it's going to tell you, put the circumstance here, put your thoughts here, your feelings, your actions, your results, and you can see how your thinking creates everything around you just from a circumstance. So you can do it either way, but do those thought downloads. That's my number one strategy for you to start to feel, deal, and heal. That's a very basic one for you to start to see what's going on in my mind and start trying on different thoughts. Now, I do want to give you one extra tip there of something called thought stacking. So if you are just like an anxious mess right now, like if I went back and I told my former self during the divorce of, you know, um, like I wanted to have this thought of, I love my ex-husband. He's amazing and blah, 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 blah. I, I would not have been able to tell myself that because it was just too far off of what I believed at the time. But at the time, I told myself, like, I don't want to have any feelings to this person whatsoever. I want to feel completely neutral to him. I want to give him no thought in my brain. I want it to be where, you know, we're neutral with each other and my daughter is able to thrive. And I was able to create that. And as time has gone on, I've kind of stacked the belief to, you know, maybe like him a little bit more and be like, okay, you know, he's a pretty good guy. That's just one thing happened, right? And I'm still not at the point where I'm like, oh my gosh, he's amazing. I don't know if I ever want to get there, to be honest. Um, but it's 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 taken time. And so if you're at a place right now where things are just really, really bad, just know you don't have to go from one extreme to the other. You can go from, you know, where you are to maybe just one step ahead. You know what feels right to you if you know how to listen to yourself. You will find something that you want to start telling yourself that will just feel right. Again, it will feel like trying on something at a store and being like, yeah, this outfit's pretty darn good. I think I want to buy this one. I like this one. I'm going to keep it around, okay? Try those slot downloads. Um, And then two, just start saying them to yourself at least every single day and hold space to feel what it is that you're telling yourself. I promise you after about three, four weeks, you're going to feel a little boost in telling yourself that. And then it's just going to start feeling better and better and better and better. And what will happen likely is in time, you'll be like, I don't even need to consciously tell myself that thought anymore because I just believe it about myself. It's just a part of me now. And then your crappy circumstance will be over. Maybe you'll have a new crappy circumstance. And then you'll have this tool now to start to use anytime a crappy circumstance comes your way. I feel so grateful that I have a tool like this one I'm sharing with you. Because I know that no matter what happens to me, even if my deepest, darkest fears come true, like something happening to one of my children, 
I know that I can get through it no matter how painful it's going to feel because I know that it's really just my thoughts about the circumstance, no matter how bad the circumstance may appear and how factual it may be on paper about what happened to something or someone, that it's really my thoughts. And that will help me process things and really see what I'm feeling and thinking so I can feel all those things. And then I can start to move forward and heal a little bit. All right. Hopefully that makes sense, my friends. And just to let you know, you are doing amazing things. If you're showing up and listening to a podcast like this one, that means you're wanting to change. So many people just really want to stay in their tornado of emotions and they don't want to do the really little bit of work it takes to change their lives. They're just comfortable with where they're at and that's totally cool and fine. But you're going to be somebody who I promise you is going to appreciate doing work like this. It's going to take a little work, yes, but where you're at today is actually so much harder than doing this work and dealing with the discomfort that you're going to have to deal with by starting new things and looking at what you're telling yourself and feeling some feelings maybe. It's just so much harder where you're at and you're going to see that when you start to, in essence, take these rocks out of your backpack that's been on your back of all this weight that's been bringing you down, it feels so good. There's a quote out there that says, you don't know the weight of what you're carrying until you feel the release. And that's the benefit of feeling, dealing, and healing. That's the quote of the day, my friend, (laughs) feeling, dealing, and healing. But it's so true. All right, you can do this. I promise you, I promise you. I'm sending you so much love as you're going through this crappy circumstance, even if it's something minor, if it's something major, sending you so much love right now as I'm sharing these words for you. Please reach out for to me if you need any help. The link for the free community is in the show notes. It's also in the outro so that you can reach out to me if you feel like you need any one-on-one attention. And of course, if you're ready to start coaching, look for the link on how to take the free assessment. It's in the outro as well as the show notes as well. All right, my friends, until next week, I'll see you then. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Become an Unstoppable Woman. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you get new episodes every Monday. And I'd love it if you left a review for the show too, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. If you want even more from the show, come join the conversation online in my community. Each week we break down the episode and you have a private space to ask your questions. To join, go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash community. And if you feel like you're really ready to change your life, let's work together in my coaching programs. I have a free assessment that's the first step to seeing if we're a good fit. Just go to lindsayepreston.com forward slash assessment to take it now. Thanks again for tuning into the show today. I'm so grateful you're here and I'll see you next time. But until we meet again, remember my friend, you're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.